Welcome to the Commercial Property Investor Show. If you ever wanted to get into commercial property but don't know how to, this is the show for you. We're going to take you through live market updates, how to put a deal together, what the experts say about commercial property and real life investor journeys and how they became financially free through commercial property. Sit back, relax and enjoy the show. When you have a million dollars and you don't know what to invest in, you might be looking at shares, you might be looking at crypto, you might be looking at commercial, you might be looking at residential or a build. What you really want to do is actually turn that million dollars into an effective dynamic portfolio where it can continue to be self-sustaining but can grow and compound, not only in cash flow but in growth as well. So join me for this podcast as I walk you through some steps on how to build an effective portfolio through commercial utilizing a million dollars. Welcome to another episode of Commercial Property Roadshow. You're here with Helen Tarrant and today I'm actually going to discuss what do you do if you have a million dollars in equity or in deposit. So it could be a combination of cash or in equity. Now one of the things that stopped a lot of people buying any kind of investment, whether it's residential or commercial, has been servicing. Now with the interest rate going up, servicing has become a huge, huge issue and that's why people people have actually pivoted to commercial because if you buy in metro areas like Sydney, Melbourne and Brisbane, it is at least a neutral hole rather than getting your money out of your own pocket and actually forwarding the bill. Now, back in the day, it used to be if you had a clear title where you basically had paid off your mortgage, now you can refinance against it and voila, off you go, right? Especially with the value going up on the residential, but that's not how it happened, right? Now, the banks want three times servicing for the residential property to pull out that equity to do any kind of deal right? But to do also deposit for a commercial deal. So that has stopped a lot of people drawing down equity. So if you have a combination of cash and equity and you want to buy a commercial property, there's a way to do it. You've got to hit a minimum return and that return has got to be somewhere around 8% or above, right? And that may seem really, really hard, right? So that's got to be looking at particular areas where you're trying to balance the risk, but not going to mining. And that's where, you know, Unicorn really specializes in portfolio design and getting you out there, right? So let's say that a million dollars that you have, what should you do with it well number one thing is to be really really clear that you are now not buying one property you are building a portfolio now a lot of people think i'll just take one million dollars i go to a buyer's agent and voila they magically bring me a two and a half million dollar property well that's not how it works you really need to think about the strategy behind it because remember that one million dollars need to grow right and you want it in the next three years for that one million to preferably make it one and a half to two million dollars coming back to you right and that is the key to it so well how does that work well number one when you have a million dollars on a lease stock loan, that's two and a half million dollars in a portfolio. And if you have a million dollars and you can leverage higher, let's say that you don't have any other outstanding debts and you're not highly leveraged, you can go up to three million. So two and a half to three million dollars is your portfolio. And you've got to think of it, you're now you're building a portfolio rather than buying one property. Now, doesn't mean that you go and buy 500,000, 500,000, 500,000 and buy five of those, right? That's a disaster. But you've got to build in some diversification. So Number one, the first other thing you need to think about is where is my next deposit after my million dollars? Is there a chance of my getting another 200,000, 300,000? Now, if it is, then the equation changes how you build that portfolio because you know you've got a lot more money coming in and that money might go towards an uplift. So you might find something with a partial vacancy that you can spend some money on it. If there's none and there's a million dollars and that's it, then you're going to go, well, how do I build that portfolio? So the idea is two to three properties during that time. Now, the number one property you should do is definitely the first property you do is cash flow right cash flow because it balances out the rest of everything you hold right so that means that if you take a million dollars and the biggest bang for your buck right now is probably between 1 to 1.5 million in a regional area right a regional area 1.1 1. 1 to 1.5 million at 7% yield is what 
you are looking for in terms of a property that is going to deliver you the 7% return, which means it allows you to pay fully for all the outgoings are taken out, right? It's $70,000 net, right? And this is because you no know, commercial property, the tenant pays the outgoings. 70,000 is going to cover your mortgage. So mortgage fluctuations plus give you positive cash flow. So nothing out of your own pocket, which is really important. It allows you to put some money away as well for a rainy day. So that is important. And that's going to neutralize everything else. So if you've got a, a residential property that is going to be a bit negative, that's going to help you support it. You're doing some business stuff that's going to be negative, that's going to support it, right? So that's your baseline, right? You've got to build your baseline. So foundation, biggest bang for your buck, 1 to 1.5 million for a property in regional and what you're going to do is try to leverage as much as you can against that because there's cash flow right so you want to get the highest LVR you possibly can so if you can access like a loan that can give you 70-75% LVR then that's what you want to do if you can't and you can get 65% that's what you go for right that's where you want to be, right? You want to get a good 7% yielding property then. After that, you then take that property and go, okay, well, I now need to consider two things. Now you have a choice, right? I would go regional or metro. Now that really depends the rest of your portfolio. If you have a lot of residential and want to start changing your portfolio to a commercial base, that extra other property got to go in regional. If you have residential and it's neutral or paid down or paid off and the cash flow isn't so important, you just don't want to have the burden of holding, but you want to switch and diversify, then you need to take that money and go to a metro area. So you're looking for a Brisbane, you're looking for a Gold Coast, you're looking for Melbourne, you're looking for Sydney. And secondarily, I would look at South Australia. And the reason I would do it secondarily is because you're chasing growth on a neutral hold, right? Ultimately, you want to tip the balance of your portfolio so that you have more cash flow as you go to the trajectory of retirement. However, you have to have some growth, right? Because this is the idea, right? If you're building a $2.5 million to $3 million portfolio, you have one stable income that's always there. That's the constant income. You build one or two other properties there that is going to be a growth property. And that growth property over time will grow higher than the property that's going to give you the foundation cash flow. These properties won't grow as high in terms of its cash flow but it will grow exponentially in its growth capital appreciation now once it gets to a point and this may be five years from now it may be three years from now the property has reached its peak or that area has changed and you think look I've got the best out of it now what do I do is you sell one out of the two growth properties that you have and you take that one and you pay down the debt on your cash flow property. You always keep your growth property leveraged, but you pay down your cash flow property because that gives you more cash flow, allows yourself to have a better lifestyle, but also allows the cycle of it in your portfolio to be able to support other things you do, right? So you've got to maintain your cash flow property always constantly in the background. Now, the most important thing that people forget as they build is that they're so focused on cash flow as a secondary thing. They're so focused on the growth, 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 growth. And they forget that at some point that's going to come crashing down if they don't have cash flow. Always think cash flow foundation, cash flow foundation. As long as you have a stable cash flow foundation, you can keep going, right? And that's the fundamental thing to take for it. When you have a million dollars, now you're building a 2.5 to $3 million portfolio. You are no longer buying one property. Now, 
if you've got a million dollars and you've got $500,000 coming in in two years time, you've got money out of your super, you've got some resin you're going to sell, that's a different design. That is totally different. That is something you've got to consider now looking forward five, seven years to see how you can put that mix together for a better retirement and say maybe $300,000 passive income, $500,000 passive income rather than just taking the $1 million in isolation. Now, you should never, when you build a portfolio, take deposit and buy property in isolation to everything else you have. If you do that, you're actually doing a disservice to your portfolio. You've got to think more holistically of the big picture you want to be and you've got to look at which pieces strategically get you there. It's like playing chess, right? So your $1 million now is a portfolio build and when you do a portfolio build, you need professional advice of someone who can help you structure it, someone who can help you do asset protection and basically tax minimization. You'll consider factors like depreciation and you've got to consider location, growth, cash flow, diversification, different types of property. How long should you hold your residential before you sell it? What money are you getting into? What's coming out? So all of those factors are overlaid on top of each other, plus the finance calculations as well. So not anyone can do that out there, right? There's only specified professionals that do that. And this is what we do here at Unicorn Commercial Property is that we really specialize in helping people build that portfolio, but doing that design and the strategy and helping you to implement. So connect with us, Helen at unicorn.com.au. Find out more and join us for one of our challenges and order the book and really let us help you build a cash flow rich but sustainable portfolio through commercial property. Hopefully you guys have enjoyed that episode on how to invest a million dollars and build a portfolio to continue to grow. Now, when you think of a portfolio, you got to start times it by three. So you got a million dollars times by three, three million dollars is what you're looking to build. But how do you make your three million dollars, five million dollars in the space of three to five years is the journey. And here at Unicorn Commercial Property, we can help you get there through by planning, understanding your long-term strategy, understanding what other things are going to come through in the next three to five years, understanding your long-term plans, your cash flow goals, and when you want to retire, overlaying that with your commercial strategies, returns, growth, and uplift, we can come together and help you build an individualized journey to create that portfolio for you. So join us, click on the link below, join one of our events, check us out our book, find us on our website, www.unicorn.com.au. And we look forward to helping you build a cash flow. You've been listening to Commercial Property Investor Show. Tune in to the next episode to find out how you too can replace your work income with passive income through commercial property.